0: Um good evening and welcome to the Casa update for the week of 18 2016. Hi Alex, what's new and exciting this week? <laughs> All kinds of things. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> um so for anybody that hasn't heard, um I I spent my Sunday morning uh at a pretty awful anti-vaping rally in New York City. Um <laughs> Uh, again, a special thank you for uh, Jeff Steyer and Gregory Connolly for uh, attending and and helping out. Uh, it was an uh, absolute pleasure to hang out with them, and uh, um, in case anybody hadn't already heard, um, Jeff Steyer is actually a resident in the district in which this rally was held, um, mm. and that that kind of made his participation even more relevant because um, much like meeting with lawmakers or anything like that, it's always a lot more impactful. And, and in some cases, it's required to have somebody that actually lives in that district. Um, so you know, he brings his 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 residents uh, to the the event, and and uh, you know, actually, you know, likely has personal relationships with some of the people that were were putting this thing on. So um, that was that was uh that was especially significant and um, so again much appreciated for their participation um, and of course we had a few um, just uh you know New York City vapors and uh, a couple of retailers showed up as well um, and uh and uh, thanks to uh Spike uh Spike Bobane uh, who actually managed to get herself positioned directly behind the podium <laughs> with with uh, uh a, a very good sign, um, kind of telling the truth about, about this issue. So, um, yeah, you know, it was a New York city thing. I've, i there's been a lot of social media traffic on the posts that we've put up. Um, I, I would generally call it a success for us. And of course, just by virtue of the misinformation that they were spouting at the event, um, it's sort of, it's sort of a failure right out of the gates for them. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it it was, it was a good time. Um, I actually got to put my business card in the hand of Letitia James. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think there was, there was a, another, a woman that was there. I think she lives, she lives in the neighborhood as well. And she turned to me at one point and she said, she said, are these, are these things dangerous? And I said, I said, no, I'm not, not really. I, you know, I, I quit smoking after, you know, 21 years using using an electronic cigarette, and she said, "Yeah, that's that's good to hear." You know, my brother is it quit smoking using one of these things, and and you know, I, I hope it really works for him. And so, you know, this is just, just some person off the street that really, I think, was just aware that the event was going on and and wanted to check it out. But uh, right. always good to have those conversations with you know outside the kind of core vaping community people.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, yeah, it was it was a good way to spend a Sunday morning. Um, I, I if if you have if there are any anti cig rallies in your neighborhood, um, I I highly recommend attending. Um, it's uh, and and by all means, reach out to me or, or, or Greg, um, and we can help you out with some some pointers um, as far as uh, you know what to bring, how to act, how to dress, what to prepare for, um, those types of things. Um, and I, I, I honestly kind of see this stuff happening a little bit more frequently um, as we get down to the wire here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was good. Um, <laughs> and of course today, uh, it's a day off for a lot of people, but uh, if you're working in, on legislative issues, um, you try to take that time while uh, lots of policymaking bodies are in, well, they have the day off, so... Fortunately, nothing moved today, but uh, (laughs) there's no shortage of stuff to do. Oh, no. Of
0: course
1: Um, not. So tonight, I just got finished. Um, Let's see, I updated a couple of things. Uh, We just put out a call to action for athens Clark County, Georgia. Um, They are meeting tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Uh, and this is kind of, uh, this falls under, I guess, early warning. Um, the uh, the mayor and commissioners are being requested to update the county's smoking ordinance. Um, so there's not, a, I, I didn't see any real language. There's no actual ordinance yet, but uh, there's a report that's going to be presented. And uh, it's it's happening during a section of the agenda where uh, residents can can get up and speak, so uh, if you live in the athens Clark County area, um, please make plans to attend that um, commissioner's meeting uh, and, uh, and take that opportunity to speak. If not, um, the county government has an agenda comment form, which we have a link to on our call to action, and of course all the relevant emails and phone numbers for everybody from the mayor. Uh, including uh, her executive assistant, which uh, oftentimes it's actually more beneficial to put communications in the hands of, of staff right. um, So uh, yes Athens Clark County, Georgia take action um, And then we have El Monte California. Um, this is sort of a second alert the uh, this is kind of a particularly horrible ordinance um, for people who haven't, who didn't get the first alert. Um, It's ordinance number 2871, and this would prohibit vaping in condominiums, apartments, uh, other multi-unit residences. And this goes as far as to prohibit vaping on, like, your private porch or patio. Um, So, yeah, that's if there, that's a pretty good example of overreach um especially concerning vaping um which actually reminds me of something else that happened yesterday (laughs) i'm just kind of you know i'm imagining standing out on your back porch and having a vape and you know the you know apple turnover goes floating into somebody else's apartment next door and you know i mean oh the humanities right um (laughs) So uh, we were standing, I was standing about 15, 20 feet away from uh, Assemblywoman Linda Rosenthal uh, while we were out on the sidewalk after the event. And uh, I kind of saw her like, you know, she kind of waved her hand in front of her face a little bit. and She turned to one of her and she's like, I can smell it. It's disgusting. And <laughs> I mean, I, I'm vaping something that's it's a peanut butter and banana flavor.
0: How if, dare you?
1: If. If you've got a problem with, I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but I'll tell you what, a toasted peanut butter, honey, and banana sandwich, that's just that's heaven.
0: I've never had one, but I think there's something wrong with these people. I mean, like mentally wrong with people who have a problem with food odors. Like I mean, because most of. What we use for vaping, the flavoring is food flavoring. So I they have a problem with the scent of flavor. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna do well in life. They're really yeah, not I
1: mean, if if I was vaping you know, like chicken tandoori flavor, that might seem a little out of place. Um but you know, well i chicken know
0: that. tandoori I don't even want to imagine who would make that.
1: I'm sure there's someone out there. (laughs) Good God.
0: (laughs) Oh boy. Um, yeah, no, I, I think those people have, I really do. I think they have a mental disorder. I really do. And I know that sounds like a horrible thing to say about, uh, the esteemed assemblywoman Linda Rosenthal, which I wasn't, but I was just saying people who react like that to sense, don't get me wrong. I work in a grocery store, and and there's a lot of scents that come off a lot of the products, and they're unpleasant. But I have two legs; I can walk away. That's yeah. what an adult does. Just say,
1: yeah. You know, and outside on the sidewalk, um, you, you can you can be somewhat assured that, first of all, in in New York City, the <laughs> oh, smell of peanut air. butter the and banana. Air. floating down the street is is sort of a relief okay um i know it's january and it's freezing outside so we're not getting the full you know frontal exposure of (laughs) normal like garbage day odors around here but like (laughs) trust me any any day of the week that you're smelling you know baked goods or delicious sandwich um it's 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 kind of a treat
0: Um, well it it is better because it it kind of I remember living in New York as a teenager it kind of has a, a baked urine smell on its best day that's that's one way summer. to put it yeah <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I don't know any other way to put it um yeah, anything that doesn't smell like that is a vast improvement, Absolutely. or the traffic fumes those are pretty noxious those are I'm, pretty
1: cool. I'm I'm weird I like the smell of auto exhaust so <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying, in comparison, you know... Yeah, exactly. The lovely odor of, like, puff pastry, maybe bear claw, or a peanut butter and banana sandwich versus the smell of diesel exhaust. I don't know which one I'd have a bigger problem with. Come on. (laughs) These people are just looking for an excuse, so they can put on a show.
1: Yeah. So, um... Yeah. Enough with the, the funny stories. Um, <laughs> I, uh, uh, I don't really have any state stuff other than Florida to talk about. Um, and I, I should probably, I guess, clarify something. Cause we've been getting a lot of, uh, feedback about this. Um, the Florida indoor clean air bill, let me just get this up. So I, I am giving, uh, uh, so bear with me here. No worries. Um, So it is HB 1143, and we sent out an email alert to the entire state. Um, So tomorrow at four o'clock, Tuesday, January 19th, uh, Mm -hmm. there is a health quality subcommittee hearing, and um, just to put it out there, this is at 306 House Office Building, Uh, that's room 306 in the House Office Building, 402, South Monroe Street, Tallahassee, Florida. Um, This is likely the first of three committees that this bill will go through. And our general feeling, and based on feedback that we've gotten from uh, uh, the state-level group there, uh, Florida Smoke-Free Association, um, is that pretty much no matter what we do, or how many people we activate or how many people that show up this bill is probably going to pass through this committee just to kind of keep it alive this is this is actually kind of typical for stuff that you know lawmakers know is going to have several opportunities to be heard and amended and so on the first one is kind of just a wash there's no there's no real point in in rallying the troops so what we've done is you know we alerted the entire state and if you can make it uh, by all means drive up to Tallahassee and um, if you' are particularly motivated to speak uh, send an email to TD at um, They're probably going to pick maybe three or four people to uh, to speak that I would assume probably by now they've already got folks lined up but mm-hmm. um, so, uh, there's that. And then what we did was we followed up with people who live in districts represented by someone on the committee. Um, much like what I was saying about Jeff Steyer attending the rally last night, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: residents from districts are going to have, you know, their messages are going to carry a little bit more weight. In some cases, a lot more weight, uh, than, you know, someone outside of the district. So, um, we intentionally kind of limited participation on this one because in the, in the event that this gets further along in the process, we, we want all of Florida to come back. And there's a lot of, we got a lot of members in Florida and I've said this a couple of times before for a state that has not until this point seen a, you know, a credible, uh, state policy threat for vapor products. Um, we have a ton of members. I think there was at one point we had just as many members in Florida that we had in California. Wow. Uh, and, and California is sort of a never ending parade of, of, of nonsense. Um, so, um, you know, special thanks to, um, you know, anybody in Florida that's been uh, generating CASA membership. Um, that's great. Um, but we want to, we want to kind of make sure that, that we're actually <clears throat> giving you something to do when it's, when it's going to have the most impact. So that's sort of a, that's the best explanation I can give for this. And I, and I hope people are understanding and, and, uh, when the time is right, we'll, you know, we'll send Attack. up. The Attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's Florida. I'm, I'm uh, interested to see how things go tomorrow and, um, and we'll, we'll update that as soon as we get more information. Um, Let's see. I guess the other things that I am trying to pay attention to this year, um, well, not trying to pay attention to, <laughs> this is the stuff that I'm very concerned about and uh, and and getting a grip on is so from odd number of years to even number of years, and depending on the states, you know, not all states meet every single year. Um, and in a lot of cases, what you'll have is carryover sessions. Um, and in, in know, in, in some of these cases, you have sort of shorter legislative sessions. So bills move really quickly. Um, and, uh, and a, a lot of times these are bills that are carried over from the previous session. So, uh, I, I have been spending some time this weekend looking at Hawaii, um, and, uh, it's Hawaii. They have tons of bills, yeah, they do. <laughs> and the process is it actually moves quick on a good day. So uh, it's yeah. it's actually kind of difficult to follow, um, but uh, just kind of something for people to be aware of. Um, that uh, you know, pay pay attention to your state's legislative legislative calendar, because uh, it's likely that uh, you're going to be looking at a, a sort of a lightning round and um, a lot of bills are getting carried over from last year, which means they're already sort of part of the way through the process. Right. Um, so that's something that, that I'm working hard to, to stay on top of this year. And um, obviously the more eyes that we have on this stuff, the better. Um, so, uh, and that also reminded me of one more thing. I don't want to drag on too long, um, but in all of my researching, um, I actually looked at a bill... And I, it's going to take me too long to go back, and, and find it here, um, but uh, there is a bill in uh, the Senate, the U.S. Senate, okay. that was introduced by uh, Richard Blumenthal. Uh-huh. Of of course, of uh, course. It, There's there's it, it it doesn't look like there's much happening with it right now, so we're not even going to treat this as a threat. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: there was there's a pretty interesting section in there. And uh, I think this is something for people to be aware of uh, as well going forward. Um, So just kind of putting it out there to maybe start the discussion and and, and hopefully kind of wake people up a little bit. Um, The language in this section, the bill itself is meant to equalize tobacco taxes for all tobacco products.
0: Parity. They want Uh, tobacco parity across the board.
1: Exactly. Uh, Tax parity or equalization, however you want to word that um and I actually ran some numbers. I was looking at um you know a can of of snus that I have um uh, the uh tax on uh was it discrete single packet uh
0: oh yeah that's snuff, usually, usually which, pretty much lower yeah you know, like this, generals
1: this would be, it's a new definition. Um, I mean, they have a tax on moist snuff, uh, which is a weight based, uh, but this Mm -hmm. is sort of a per unit based thing. And it was like per thousand units. Um, and it would basically, it would practically double the cost of a tin of snus. Um, so I think, I mean, now like, a, a. a can of this particular brand, I think, is around three dollars, and this would add something like two dollars and fifty cents to it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that's just one part of it. But there, you know, they they are actually this bill would update the taxes applied to tobacco products to include Swedish snus and other, uh, you know, single unit packet style uh, right. moist tobacco products. Uh, and then there's another section where they include. Any products deemed to be tobacco by the Food and Drug by the yeah, Food and Drug Administration—that's
0: uh, their definition.
1: I'm just paraphrasing, um, okay. but uh, essentially that would include vapor products yep. if and when the FDA deeming regulations are enacted. So the FDA deeming regulations themselves wouldn't be enacting the taxes, but we can pretty much count on threats coming from the usual suspects. Senator Blumenthal being one of them, oh, yes. uh, to not only enact a tax on electronic cigarettes at the federal level, but push for tax parity. Um, so it, it, kind of a complicated explanation, I hope I simplified that enough for people to understand. Um, but uh, yeah, the threat doesn't end with
0: uh, Regulation. With,
1: with, with the FDA.
0: <laughs> Taxation too. Yay. Yeah, Exactly. Ah, the joys of legitimacy. Uh, yep. I guess that's what happens when you go from something that's a gray market, What I think what we were considered as a gray market product, not a black market product, not an approved product, so it's gray market, um, to an not an approved, but like a, a, an FDA-regulated marketplace. It's a very different world we're looking at at that point.
1: I don't know. I, I, I choose to stick with legal product, uh, vapor products well, no, it are, are It, it, it legal. is legal.
0: There's nothing illegal about it. It's just that it's not an FDA regulated marketplace. Does that make sense? Make more sense than, yeah. okay. Well, I wasn't saying that it was a black market product or a great, you know, it's, it's a, it's an economic term. It wasn't meant to be anything else. So yeah. Um, so and, I
1: guess that's it. Well, while we are on the subject of the FDA, um oh. the uh I can't remember if we talked about this last week, um, but uh let's see. Well I'll I'll just try to cut some time here and say that um we now have I believe forty one sponsors on HR twenty fifty eight. Awesome. Uh forty one to forty-three sponsors. So, uh we have updated our call to action on um HR 2058.
0: Awesome. And
1: uh if you live in a district represented by one of the co-sponsors, we have provided ah, it's not it's not on that. <laughs> uh, we have provided a an opportunity for you to um, contact your lawmaker and give them some thanks for co-sponsoring this bill. Um, yeah, here we go. Thank an HR twenty fifty eight co-sponsor. Yeah. So, uh, residents in Alaska, California, Florida, Georgia, Iowa, Illinois, Kansas, Kentucky, Maryland, Minnesota. Uh, Missouri, Montana, North Carolina, of course North Carolina, Nevada, New York, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Tennessee, of course Tennessee, uh, Texas, Virginia, of course Virginia, uh, (laughs) Wisconsin and West Virginia, uh, West Virginia and Kentucky, also looking at tax bills this year. We'll be getting around to that probably soon. Um, All of those, there are districts in those states, specific districts, not the entire state, but districts in those states um, where your representative has signed on as a co-sponsor, and please take the opportunity to send them a a thank you letter. In fact, the thank you letters are having somewhat of an effect in Congress because these representatives are able to kind of talk to their colleagues and say, well, I got a bunch of thank you letters from my constituents. (laughs) How about that? So it's it's kind of helping to keep the buzz alive about HR twenty fifty eight, yep. and this this bill is still very much in play. And um, by all means, uh, people should should be supporting it and and encouraging the, their their representatives to co sponsor.
0: Yeah, uh, actually, um, my representative was one of the original co sponsors. So yay! Fantastic. Yeah, don't normally hear about that, so that was kind of a cool thing. <laughs> so yeah um and i i well, i know there's stuff we could talk about for hours and hours but i guess that's it for this week alex
1: yep sorry to go so long but uh no. it, was, it was an exciting weekend so
0: it, 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 well it sounds like it was an exciting time and you know i'm i'm thrilled to know that new york officials are are concerned by you know scent pollution um <laughs> So thank you so much for everything you do for us, Alex, and we'll see you next week.
1: Great. Thanks.
0: Thank you.